Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the best new host and podcasting show, The Calling a Man's Answer Show, live every Tuesday and Friday. If you guys have not already, make sure you subscribe to me on your favorite streaming platform to stay up to date with The Calling a Man's Answer Show and more. Also, follow me on my social media at Calling a Man's on Instagram or at Colin Weirs on Twitter and Facebook to stay up to date with new guests and when episodes are dropping and which ones are. This is episode 36 with Chancio. We talk about his creative process, whether or not he's going back to school, Chicago, and more take a listen anyways what'd you say yeah let's just get to it i can't even i can't even find the damn fucking puff bar anyway so i'm not i'm not gonna make this yeah we're all good all right welcome we tried to do this earlier but it was way it was way whacker so welcome back kind of how you been welcome been doing good how you doing man you know i've been doing good i was freaking out because i got an 88 on a group project today and i'm an a student but then i was like whatever i i, re- I realized that it's just it's just a matter of time before i don't do school anymore so might as well just relax yeah most definitely class of 2018 for high school junior year yeah once it's done it's done shit real life dude i i'm a being a junior in college is weird especially when like everything's like online you know what i mean like doing podcasts i mean it's cool because like i learned how to do it like through zoom and everything and i wouldn't have learned zoom without school being like pushed online but also i i um would rather be doing this in person because now i have three mics and i'm gonna start setting up this like super nice set in my um my shed and i'm gonna call it there's spiders in the shed and it's basically just gonna be like us on the couch kind of like how adam 22 records his like sideways view you know yes oh yeah like the with the no jumper uh yeah yeah see so, you know, how like they're like talking across the table yeah and they have like um i know what you're talking about he has i know exactly what you're talking about because i've watched his interviews it's just hard to describe for me yeah yeah, yeah. um but I'm going to have one camera set up. I still got to get a camera. I'm still waiting on that. So this is like the best thing I can do so far. But I'm about to set this up the best as I can right now too. Yeah, bro, put, the ring light, put the ring light on there so I, can get yeah, the, bro, so I can get the professional look. Well, while you're doing that, you want to tell everyone that's going to listen to this who you are and what you do and everything. My name is, my name is Chance. I go by Chanceo. Um... I do TikTok, and I'm also a musician, mainly a musician in my eyes, but a lot of people will say different different about will say different about it and guess I'm a TikToker, but I qualify myself as a musician, basically. Yeah, um, we can get right into that. Jake, when, when I had Jake on, or whenever I talked to Jake, he says he uses TikTok just to promote his platform, you know, and... 100%. And, and so I don't really use TikTok, but the way I've like heard about it, it's like it it's really good for promoting yourself and it's also really good for like um getting bigger, you know? It's easier to gain followers, I guess in some in some senses, you know? So Yeah, I've made a new account. I actually made a new a new account yesterday and I'm already over 6,000 followers. Oh, for real? Yeah. So what is the kind of things you do on TikTok? Personally, I make like little like the little POV skits, you know, like the little hat. It's just 
the POVs gets like the little happy boy stuff and all that all that stuff right at the moment. Current because currently like I'm not a big enough big enough creator when I can even post the content that I want, which would probably be more like on the line like the Doug Boys content. Because you know I'm I li- I live in Vegas. I like doing all this stuff. Yeah, dude. I I like. I've always like wanted to go to school and then maybe wanted to go to grad school and do things like that in school. And then I started doing this and I'm like, I kind of hate school. Like I was just going to school cause it was, it's like going to give you a job, but in like today's climate, like you don't even really need to go to school. I'm in an interview. <laughs> he said I'm in an interview. Um, yeah. yeah. Like in today's climate, you know, we don't, we don't even need to really need to go to school. If you have something creative or something else that you want to like endeavor into or like indulge into, like, you know, might as well do that. And so like, I feel like a lot of people who are like older than us don't really understand that, like the, the way of the world these days. And I think that like, we're going away from education unless you have to do one of those jobs, like lawyer, medical student, something like that. And we're more focusing on like creating new ways to make money, like new innovative ways and things like that. Exactly. I highly agree. My mom still doesn't get the whole, like, she still doesn't get the gist of, like, TikTok and all this stuff and, like, music. Like, I, I literally, she most definitely thought I was selling drugs. So I was just going, bro, I was just going out of town. I was just going out of town, bro. Like, literally, I would leave the day of. And mom like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to, like, Miami or something. And we'll come back, like, three months later. And she's like, how are you supporting yourself? Yeah, it's... I don't, dude, and social media is weird because, like, it's, like, really, really, really good to, like, promoting yourself and getting big and stuff, but it's also really, really, really bad for, like, mental health and, like, kids, like, like, I I've, I know I've heard this, like, from people who have, like, little sisters, um, they'll watch, like, the TikTok girls who are, like, really hot or whatever, and they'll be like, why can't I look like that, why do I have acne, things like that, you know, and I feel like it's really bad for them to think that way, because they are, like, 15, 16 years old, like, you're gonna, you're not gonna look that way your whole life, you're not gonna act the way you're acting your whole life, so, like, social media really, like, picks you up as a kid and places you into, like, people whose lives are different than yours, you know what I mean? I, I highly, I highly agree, like, even as a even as a guy on TikTok, like there is times when I look at it and I'll be like, I'll be like, dang, why am I not a six three light skin? Like you know, because like it the app that app really is like if you if you look good and you're like attractive, you know how to like shoot videos and stuff like that, you're gonna do well. You're gonna do well. It's a lot of people who just do well be off their looks. Off that, so I do like I do highly agree. Like it is like a a big thing in like mental health for sure as well. Yeah. And not only that, like, so TikTok is the, there's a lot of people making the money, not really money. I'm making videos and getting big from TikTok. And then there's the other section of people who are like our age who are doing the sales, the door to door sales. I, um, somebody hit me up yesterday. Um, and they're like, Hey, I'm doing this. And it was like a door to door sales. And he's not the only person that's like, talks to me about it. And like, that's not really my path. I don't think, I think my path is more interviews, things like this, using my voice. I want to get into uh, sports broadcasting at some point, maybe law, things like that. Um, but you know, I can see why people like are doing that because it's like, you can make, it's like a pyramid scheme. So it's kind of, messed up in a sense but you could also make a ton of money super fast super like equivalent you know you can rack it up instead of having that nine to five where you make 15 an hour you can make ten fifteen thousand dollars on two deals you know and it's just on your own work ethic and i think we're getting away from the days where we have like standard jobs where you work 
a certain amount of hours every single day. And it's more, you work on your own time. You, you build your own your schedule. You do many different things. Yeah. It's just like, just having like your freedom, like even with just like Uber, Uber and Lyft, like are starting to become like some of the most like freak best things to do for work. Cause you're able to have your own schedule and the freedom, which people nowadays are really starting like to value their time over just like going to the typical nine to five. Like you said, like the whole like summer sales, like kids are willing to give up their whole summer if they're going to get a guarantee, like $35,000, $40,000, and they're going to be able to be chilling during the school year. Yeah, um, there's also the uh, Postmates and DoorDash and things like that. I even Postmated, and it took me like three seconds. Obviously, I'm not a convicted felon or anything, so like they – Yeah, true. Like I don't have a DUI, so they can't just be like, oh, yeah, no. But, you know, it's really easy, like – they just let you, you know, if you like have a clean record. Yeah, but, DoorDash is like my thing. I used to do it on a bike, bro. Cause goal, like, my goal really? every day is to get. Yeah, I used to do DoorDash on a bike. Cause I live in Chicago right now. So like, before I went to before I went to school, my for my sophomore year, I was doing DoorDash every day. Make fifty, make fifty bucks a day. So what are you doing as of right now? Uh, are you going to school still, or are you just really focusing on influencing and music? Personally, I'm going to school, but in all in all means respect, if my mom sees this, I'm only doing it for her because I really don't want to go to school. But I'm going to do it for her. And, like, I guess, like, end of the day, like, if this stuff doesn't work out, I'm still going to have something to fall back on. Yeah, the fall back on, man. That's a – my mom even said that to me. I was like, dude, I am not having fun with school. And I'm doing it for football and other reasons. And I'm smart and I like to learn. But, like, I hate, like, spending all this money, like – really like think about it. if you think about it you're like wait if you're like have loans or anything you're spending money that you don't have just to like get an education for someone who like spent their time learning through the educational process like not that professors are uneducated or anything like that they're some of the smartest people on the planet they're most educated um but the thing is that like nowadays with technology you can like in this what this is showing me i'm i'm spending how much on tuition to do zoom classes like that's not what i'm trying to do like and like my parents don't really get that and like a lot of people don't get that is like i want to have that experience that college experience that in-person experience that like learning with other people talking with other people engaging with other people and they're like well you can do the same thing on zoom no you can't dude i didn't come up here to waste all this tuition money to sit on zoom and talk to people on zoom dude i want to be in person i want to talk i want to like live i want to laugh all that stuff that is the college experience that like our parents got our brothers and sisters got and now we're getting trashed because of the pandemic and i don't want to get into covid and politics about that but you know it's really making me think about like what do i want in life you know no i highly agree because like like i'm gonna keep it like this like okay you're right like bro the whole like being online thing is like very it's very different because, like, we for all of our lives, bro, we've been in person, in person, and especially in college, it really means a lot. Cause, like, oh, you on Zoom class? Like, I can go ask my teacher for help. They're like, will you help me? Okay, they can easily sit there and personally, like, help me through this problem. Like, in person, I can literally see what they're doing step to step. Only thing they can do on a Zoom call is explain. It's really explain. You're not gonna get the full gist. Cause, like. It's gonna be the same thing as basically watching a YouTube video at that at that rate because of Zoom class. Then on top of that, like you guys, you say you got some cute girl in class. Oh, what am I gonna do? Go talk to her on Zoom class. The whole class can hear me. Invite her to a Zoom date. 
Yeah, Zoom date, like. You know, I there's good and bad things about Zoom. You know, I think some kids flourish online because they're scared to talk in person and everything. But again, you should learn how to get over that. That's just life. You got to talk to people. Um, not that stage fight isn't a thing and a lot of people don't have it. I'm just saying, like, we got to fight through things. And I feel like we're just like, if, if the pandemic hasn't shown us anything, it's shown us this. When we get afraid of things, we shut down and we close up and we don't fight it. Like they didn't say anything about health, being healthy, fight, having your body fight it. They were talking about, let's shut down, stay inside. How is that an answer to anything? Imagine if you were like, okay, a car crash happens. There's a good amount of car crashes happening right now because of drunk driving. And instead of saying, hey, maybe we should have laws regarding not drinking and driving. They're like, stay inside, don't drive. How does that solve anything? Because then people are going to go do it twice as much because they're like fighting it. And it's the same thing we're saying with this, with shutting down businesses, some businesses, but not other businesses, some states, but not other states. You know, and we're seeing that some people are revolting against the system and some people are actively like not doing anything. And it's very unhealthy, both sides. We need a happy medium. We need to know what we're doing. Maybe wear a mask, but keep businesses open, things like that. And, and I don't think they did a good enough job of explaining what the hell is going on, you know? I agree. I agree exactly with what you're saying because, like, like they're not really enforcing the laws as good as they should. It's like it's like when your parents tell you, it's like when your parents tell you not to go to a party. You're 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 gonna go to that party. You're, you're gonna go to the party regardless. You're you're most definitely gonna do it. Like it's just kind of I understand like the whole like thing is just it's just really bad, bad. I feel like and also is my quality clear? Your camera Does it look clear. Yeah, does it look clear? Yeah, it looks super clear. Oh, back because from my perception, it looks like it looks mad blurry, and I just keep laughing at myself. Does mine look blurry? No, yours looks extra clear. So I thought mine was like super blurry. Okay, no, that's good because yours looks extra clear and mine looks blurry. So I think it's just what Zoom's doing okay. right now, and the quality afterwards looks different, anyways. Okay, perfect. But let's get into some of this. Um, you know. Have you always been like a creative kid? Have you always wanted to do things with music, or did you just start getting into that like recently when you met Jake and everything like at Dixie? Uh, I did music before I met Jake. Actually, the way I the way people found out I did music, well, the way I kind of had to like tell people about my musical backgrounds because I lived in this place called Tabernacle. All my roommates and my friends had left had left like to go off for a second, and I was like just singing and stuff like that. I was just singing. And I, I tried to hide it for as long as I can because I've actually been singing since I've been nine years old. So I tried to, like, hide it because every time I'm singing at school, people are like, will you sing for me? Will you sing for me? It's, like, it gets kind of annoying, you know? But I became into more of myself and I started to, like, embrace it instead of, like, instead of go against it. But ever been doing music, so I've been nine years old, been singing. Mm-hmm. I went to – I made it – tried to audition for America's Got Talent. I'm auditioning for The Voice this Thursday. Too. For real? Yeah. That's cool, bro. That's really dope. Um, what is that process like, like auditioning for one of those big-name shows? Um, pretty much audition. Pretty much. I really feel like, I feel like, honestly, I feel like the shows are kind of rigged to some degree. Like, I'm not going to say, like, I don't want to say rigged. I feel like it's almost set up that who they know who they want. Cause look how many video submissions these people are getting. Mm-hmm. Like these content, like they're not listening to all hundred. They're not looking at all hundred thousand videos. 
they're not. It's like it's just it's just really hard to do. Mm-hmm. But the audition process, if you go if you go in person, well, prior if you went in person, it's a lot of people who want to audition. They put you into a room with a few people. For America's Got Talent, they put you in a room pretty much by like your talent. If you can sing, put you with a few singers. Uh, if you if you dance, they put you with a few dancers, stuff like that. And that's how it is for that. And obviously, if they like you, they'll give you a call back. I actually made it to the house. I made it to like the house part of it, and that was like it. And it was like it's really it's really really hard. And then I get stopped. I stopped singing after that. My parents made me sing like six hours a day. But in like fifth grade, that's like so much. That's like that's too much to do. Oh wait, that was in fifth grade. Yeah. You you tried out for America's Got Talent in fifth grade. Yeah, I drove. We drove from Chicago to Charlotte, North Carolina. Wow, that's that's big, dude. Fifth grade is what ten years old, nine years old. Yeah, yeah, that's I a was lot. Homeschool too. Ooh. So that's like so. Music was really like my whole like my whole thing. I was homeschooled because of it. Is it like the black? Have you seen the Black Mirror episode where they um, it's like that talent show one, and and uh, I'll show you. I'll show you what I'm talking about. Um, and she like basically, yeah, I'll show you. Sorry, listeners, if you you're not gonna be able to see this, tune into the YouTube version of this to see what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, because you can't pull up the Zoom green screen. Yeah, yeah, well, it's not even a green screen. I don't think it's just like a sharing your like other screen, Black Mirror. Um, so they're like in they like their lives are like riding bikes, right? And and so here I'll show you it. It's like it was like this. Share my screen with you. So it was like this one. So their lives were like their lives were like riding bikes all day, right? And this girl could sing and then they lived in these little like rooms, these gray rooms. And on the screen, they were had like this show and some other shows and you would ride your bike and watch it or you could watch it at night. And a lot of them was like porn and everything. And so it, um, this one, like she could sing and like it was kind of rigged and everything. And like it was staged and it's a crazy episode. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, ruin everything. But I was, I was thinking like about how we live and everything and how we're fascinated by blowing up um and being famous have you seen the movie spree that's on hulu i haven't i haven't watched tv in actually eight months that's really good but it is about um like this guy who's like obsessed with blowing up and he uh and he um he like starts killing his passengers while driving this like uber brand like it's like uber it's called spree now it's it was it was making me really think about like what kids are gonna do for fame nowadays you know yeah, I, I honestly, there are some crazy things that people will do for fame. And honestly, like, I hope this doesn't come back to, like, bite me in the future. But, like, Logan Paul and Jake Paul are the key definition of clout is a drug. Because what would make you go call out Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather? You're not even a professional, a professional athlete, get along professional bo- boxer. But you're gonna call out the best boxer in the world, world one of the best MMA fighters, and I know the money most definitely do got some yeah. got something to do with it. But any person within their right mind knows you're. I'm not taking a fight, even if it's a bunch 
even if the money's online, Conor McGregor's gonna smash yeah. me. Floyd Mayweather's gonna smash me. Like I'm not even gonna be able to hit them either. Like I, I'm think, just gonna be embarrassed. I think definitely um, for Floyd, he's older money for sure. But I and then I, but Conor, I think that has to do a lot more with clout for sure and. Just like calling out, because he was calling out like LeBron James and like Joe Biden, and like he's calling out everybody, Paris Hilton. <laughs> like it, it, he's just going off. So I think that's just him being, him just. I don't even know, dude. I don't really know Jake Paul enough to like make my own um, assumptions on him. But I think it's it's definitely has to do with clout. I think the Logan Paul more was money though. I mean, you're at that level. Like th- if you really think about it, who wouldn't fight for fifty million dollars? Oh yeah, that's true. That's I'd true. fight I you right what... now if you were giving me fifty million dollars. I'd come to Chicago or wherever you're at and right now if you give me. 50 yeah, for fifty million. for fifty mil. I just feel like like Floyd Mayweather is older, but let's be honest. Like, I don't even think it's been three years since his last fight. It has, and he trains every day. Like his shit. Like, I think. Yeah, it's been like well, yeah, now twenty eighteen. It's been now still not really three years. So I think he fought like in he fought into the end of the year type thing against conor mm. mcgregor yeah like like i don't think that's a good look i don't think that's a good look and jake paul was talking about i mean logan paul he said i will he said this in an interview he said i won't fight conor mcgregor in a boxing ring but floyd Mayweather be conor mcgregor like the age has a lot to do, with, do about it but that man's still mad quick and he's still professional he still trains every day i think what he meant by that was he wouldn't fight mcgregor because mcgregor can do a lot more damage than Floyd. Floyd's more of a dancer and like a skilled tactical boxer in my mind. He could still do damage and he could still knock the fuck out of someone. Don't get me twisted. But he, he's more tactical in his boxing. And Conor McGregor is one of the greatest like hands up fighters that have like, exists in today's era. And so, and he's a lot younger, a lot stronger, I would say. So I think he means that like I wouldn't want to fight Conor McGregor now. Um, as of Floyd might be a little st- more staged, not, not staged in like, he's going to win obviously, but like rules, like the Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. fight, there was rules on like where you could hit and things like that more than there are normal boxing. And so I think what he means by that is he doesn't want to fight a younger fighter in a way that is actually more closely related to actual boxing than like a celebrity boxing match, you know? Oh yeah. He, he did. He did say that. He did say that. He told him. He he. I remember he did say this. He said, he said, I'll take the money any day. He's like, what's the reason of me running my health fighting a professional fight, going to fight in a professional boxer? He's like, I'll go fight one of these celebrities or somebody else because they asked him would he fight Conor McGregor again. He said, yeah, I'll do it again. He said, I'll beat his ass again. Exactly. Like that just gives me the indicator. Just like he's he's still in his his tip top mm-hmm. shape. He but he already has his money. Oh, yeah. So like, not really no point in like going to like fight, going to fight. A professional boxer like you already didn't beat everybody up anyways yeah so growing up in uh chicago what's that like uh honestly the way growing up out here honestly i just say cold cold it's fun most definitely have to like be aware of your surroundings in some areas but i don't really think it's as bad as everybody portrays it to be i think it's just like it's like a normal city people say chicago mm-hmm. has it's super bad, but that's just because, like, music, we have artists. We have artists who really, like, promote this stuff, like King Von, Chief Keef, Lil Durk, G Herbo, Cowboy. Young, we have, like, Young Pappy and stuff like that. Juice World. People don't realize. Yeah. But, like, 
not really sort of like promoting like the gang violence stuff like that. That's people think about people get when they see those artists, they get to think, damn, Chicago's like mm-hmm. hella bad. Like obviously, like it's bad if you go in like some areas, but that's what any that's what any that's city. That's any city, yeah. Yeah. I was more thinking of that just because I don't know a lot about Chicago. I don't know what the city likes. I know about that um the little glass ball thing everyone like in every movie and everything of people walking by. I don't know what it's called. Oh, the bean. Yeah, yeah, I actually had a I actually had Avion all year a few um Two days ago, and we, we went to Bean, stayed across the street at the Hotel Julian, recorded mm-hmm. at Envion Studios, the same studio that um, Juice records at. And we had, like, it was a good it was a good time. But I feel like most definitely it's just on your surroundings and just, like, who you're involved with. I don't really feel too threatened when I go anywhere just because, like, I'm not game-banging or doing anything like that. So people don't really have a reason to mess yeah. with me. Yeah, um, for sure. You know what I think is funny? Like, even with murderers and serial killers, most people have, like, this unwritten bias that you don't hurt children or children, you know, or, or like, um, par- like grandmothers or things like that. Um, yeah. And I think that's wild. Like, obviously, now there are tons of horrible people in this world who are hurt. Women, children, babies, all that stuff. But, like, most people you would see who would, like, who fight other people over money, rob other people, they would usually have this unwritten bias about not hurting children and and old ladies and ladies in general and i think that's i think that's funny because like it it probably goes back to the days when we were hunting and and like fighting other tribes is you would never hurt the children and the women and the children but you would hurt the other warriors you know and so but like it's it's like come down the line in evolution all the way to today where we still see that like if you see a baby walking down the street even if you're angry at someone else and maybe even about to kill someone right now out there you stop you know or maybe even smile at the baby, you know? So I think, obviously, I've never killed anyone. So I don't know what I would do if I was in the middle of fighting for my life. But you know, here it's kind of just like, here it's kind of, it's kind of like reckless. Like, I feel like a lot of gang leaders have gotten, have gotten like arrested and stuff like this. And these gang leaders, they basically, they control in the gangs. Like, they're like they who everybody else got to look up to, but they all arrested. So nobody is able, to lead the gangs, which basically makes it like, it's just chaos because now these gangs have no leaders. Now you have blocks beefing with different blocks and stuff like that. And like out here, unfortunately, like kids are like, kids are dying. Little kids are dying. Women are dying. Like it was actually a serial killer out here that they had caught, I think like about two days ago, he had killed five people, shot seven and robbed someone. And literally, like, one of the ladies he killed was 77. The other one was 81. Shot a 15-year-old and, like, so just 40 or people? Yeah, just, like, just no motive either. Like, no motive at all. And, like, I looked up. I did some investigations and stuff like that. Like, drugs are, like, a very, very big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing that this world is fighting with right now. It's drugs. You know, I during especially during COVID right now, um, more people than ever are overdosing and suicide by drugs and things like that. And I think it really is a testament to being alone. You know, we want to get those drugs from being like, we want to get those endorphins released through hanging out with other people and doing good things that we love to do rather than, you know, um, taking opium opiates and, um, and Xanax and things like that. And I think, you know, 
someone who struggles with mental health and everything, I think that the one of the worst things you can do is lock people up alone. You know, people want to be with their family. Take the nerve that these fucking governors have, bro, by telling people they can't have Thanksgiving and Christmas with their families is absurd. And I don't give a fuck who hears this. I don't give a fuck if you're liberal. I don't give a fuck if you're a Republican and, and you're listening to this and this hurts your feelings. This is what I'm saying. If you think as a governor, you can have the nerve to tell people they can and cannot hang out with their family over fucking holiday, dude. You got some issues because he, listen to me, hear me out. You don't know what people are struggling with. You don't know what people are dealing with. And so to tell people that maybe have, are having mental breakdowns in life because they're, they're like store just shut down or their, their business is going under because of the shutdowns and you're telling them they can't have a Turkey with their mother. Who's maybe in her eighties. Maybe this is the last time absurd, dude, absurd. And I get, it's the greater number of people. We don't want her like 85 year old to get sick, but come on, dude. Like that's just so like, it literally pisses me off, bro. What these people think they can just tell other people to do. Like I get it. We're trying to keep other people safe and we're trying to keep people safe. And I get that. But to tell people they can't be with their families in a time of holidays, the one time they get to do something after their lives are going under is just retarded. I'm sorry to say that. No, I, I really, I, I actually agree that like, that that's a, that I feel like people should be allowed to spend time with their families on the holidays. Cause like, I don't know about you or like anybody else, but like a lot of my family, they're older. Like they're, we have a lot of older elderly people in my family. So it's like, I don't really know if I'm going to be able to see them next holiday. Like you were saying, like one of my like my cousin, she's like eighty something. She actually passed away a few days before Christmas, but we didn't get a chance. But she didn't get a chance to come over for Thanksgiving because of that stuff. So like I understand because you don't really even know if they'll make it to next November or even the next two weeks, three weeks from now. So it's like it really is a really bad thing that they're really trying to stop people from having like stuff with their families doing these little events and things like that. And the way I feel about this also is like, do you remember how when COVID first started? They're enforced and they're like, wash your hands, don't mm-hmm. touch your eyes, don't touch your mouth. Like, they're not even they're not even telling people to do that anymore. Like, they're not telling people to do that anymore. Like the first thing I do when I come inside the house from anywhere is I literally take a hot shower. Yeah, I think that is weird. I don't I I didn't even think about that before. Um Yeah, honestly, you should wash your hands. You go to the bathroom, wash your hands. We shouldn't be doing the things that they were like washing it every five seconds, like you don't need to be OCD about it, but you definitely should yeah. be clean. Be clean, you know? Don't be overly clean, but be clean. Yeah, people are like, people just don't. It's just the rules that they were forcing at first. They've started to be more lean. They start to try to be more lenient on it. But we're in a pandemic, and they want the pandemic to end. You can't be lenient on it. Because other countries have already, like, they're out of that pandemic shit. That shit's gone. Like, it's done. Like, I think, what is it, New Zealand? New Zealand hasn't had one case of coronavirus at all not at all, all. Not, no there that's not, that can't be true no not one case maybe in a while i don't know about what not one case that's like physically impossible no i think because of what they do i think they have like i think they have like no i think they did have one case but mm-hmm. like i think they did have one case that was it that was on that was it though but it like wild if people, but I understand this, if people did stay inside, I feel like if people stayed inside and just like for those two weeks actually stayed inside, I think we'd have been in a lot better predicament. Mm-hmm. But also like the predicament 
could have been the same because like they weren't doing anything like actually clean it to clean the areas that need to be clean because like you still you still got the germs you still got the germs yeah. and stuff of the virus on there it should have been like a lot more deep cleaning and i live in a really big city so like i have to be like really really careful so i i could easily go downtown and be around like a good hundred thousand people do you have any unequivocal i don't know if that's the word i was looking for do you have any thoughts philosophical thoughts that keep you up at night and you can't figure out the answers to like why are we here why do i what am i what's going to happen after death why do drugs work not really uh what do you think about a lot what goes through your head what goes through chancio's head that most people don't know honestly like i don't really think i don't really know if most people like i feel like a lot of people do know but like i really just think about like I really think about I think about conversation skills a lot because like I got like somewhat social anxiety, so I pretty much like I want to have conversation, the conversation skills, and it's not even with the homies. It's not with the homies because we've we've hanging out before. Like you already know, I'm out there, but with girls, I gotta be like I'm trying to learn how to be more smooth with it. But I probably shouldn't even be thinking about that because I, I shouldn't even be thinking about it. As soon as you start thinking about it, you gonna mess up. But other than that, I really I think a lot about just like. I think a lot about music and mm-hmm. just the future. I guess like I'm moving to LA um, this Friday, so I'm most definitely guess think about what I'm gonna do out there. Even just making sure like getting having my job ready. So like think about how I'm gonna manage my time, everything. Next, I'm always thinking about the next TikTok videos too, bro. Like, what can I do for the next team, bro? Like, like not like what can I do? Like nothing like crazy, nothing. Maybe something crazy, but nothing bad. Nothing that's going to give me, like, a bad image because I don't want the bad publicity on my name. Yeah. No, no yeah. Um, thinking about the future, that's – it's good. It has good and bad um, implications. Like, you know, if you overly think about the future, you never really live in the present. But if you never think about the future, you're probably never going to be successful. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, that's a – that's a big one. A lot of the time we have existential angst and like freak outs is because we're worried about something we do now that has implications on our future. Me getting that 88 is me thinking I need to get A's because I need to get this great GPA because I need to go to a great, need to get a great job or go to a great law school after I graduate. Right. Um, somebody, I don't know, jumping out of a window and breaking their leg thinking about they can't play sports um, for the next six months or, you know, something like that. So, now that's an extreme example. Don't jump out of a window, obviously. But like you know, some people get drunk, jump out of windows. Um, but um, you know, so thinking about the future, that's that's a that's a tricky one when you try to balance balancing thing, um, balance your thoughts. Um, what I will say though is this: balancing things is key. Um, moderation is key in anything. Do you agree with that? Do you think that everything should be balanced out? Um, yeah. even like your thoughts. I do. I do agree because I am. I'm an overthinker, so I do realize that you gotta kind. You gotta try to balance that out. It's like once you start, like once you start thinking about something too much, it's gonna drive you crazy. It's gonna drive you crazy, crazy. It's like, it's like say this. It's like dealing with a breakup. You just thinking like, why did she break up with you the whole time? Like, you guess what? The constant realization that, bro, like it's it's not really even you. Like it just wasn't. It just wasn't meant to be. You know. You have to like do it with them. They keep they keep walking. I'm sorry, but you do it with the you, you. Oh yeah, they looked at me. They looked at me. I was like, 
okay. <laughs> I like three people looking at me. I was like, bro, what? But yeah, literally, like, it's just with the moderation. Like, you can't let your mind, you can't think about the bad stuff too, too much. You can't think about the good stuff too much. You still got to be level-headed. It's like, it's like LeBron James. It's like, he can most definitely go, he could get caught up and think about, yeah, I got all these accolades. I got all these championships. People saying I'm the GOAT. But, like, once your head gets too high, then it's just, like, it's not a good thing. No, it isn't a good thing. You you can never let your head get higher. You can always learn. You can always get better every day. That's a good thing to say because, like you said, LeBron James, the most – one of the most um, achieved, like, uh, achieved uh, NBA basketball players of all time. Tom Brady, same thing for football. Joe Rogan with podcasting. Um, Justin Bieber with music. You know, all these people have – made a ton of success in their respected fields and they one th- something about them is they know they can always get better and they know they're going to fail and you know something about me is i i am a perfectionist perfectionist and i so i hate when i mess up like if we're having a discussion on a podcast and i maybe i say something wrong or i do something like that i like I think in my head, oh, that's going to suck, you know, all that stuff. But I don't edit these, so I just – it's like a, a long conversation that's just true, you know. And – or when I'm doing the intros, I literally do my intros 85,000 times because I literally – it has to be perfect to my mind. And I can – and I, I literally sit here, I'm like, mother, you know, and I just like redo it yeah. all over and over again. And it's because I, ha- I, I, like, I want everything to be perfect. I'm writing an essay, has to be perfect. Um, I, get a, I get a B on anything, I'm freaking out. I have to get an A. I have to get that perfect score. And that's something I really try to work on because, like, you can't be perfect. You need to fail so you can learn, you know? Like, yeah, most, like, most definitely, like, failure is, failure is, a, part, is a part of success. No, don't nobody always take, dub, take Ws. Sometimes you gotta lose to get. Sometimes you got. Sometimes you gotta lose to make yourself go, go even harder for the next time. It's like, like I like I said, it's like it'd be like losing it, losing the NBA championship or losing an NFL championship. Like you gonna lose, but you're probably gonna come. You probably gonna you gonna work so much harder to try to get that W next time you come up there. Just like it was like Stephen Curry with the Golden State Warriors. Like they went that one year and they get that like. They lost. They got obliterated. And, like, the second round, they came and won three state championships after, after that. Nah, yeah. I think it was, like, two. It was, like, the, two or three. The Golden State Warriors? Yeah. They did three P. I I think. I don't think they three-peated. I think they two-peated. Two yeah. yeah two I think they have three rings besides KD. Yeah. Um, KD, bro. What do you think about – do you watch basketball? Yeah, I do. What do you think about him and Kyrie on the Nets? I personally, I really, I really, I've watched like almost every Hornets game, and they played the Hornets this season. I feel like Kyrie, Kyrie is playing crazy this year for sure. He's like his layup package is insane. He's been playing really good. KD, I feel like he's just like he's been all he's been injured hasn't played in a minute. He's still getting used to it, but the man can still for sure hoop. I just feel like he just got to get himself back into that mind, get himself back into the groove, actually playing an NBA game. But I feel like all the players do because, like, nobody got had a training camp. Nobody had that. Like, you got to think, like, the season would have started back in, like, I think October. Mm-hmm. It's like it's, now it's January. Teams are only 10 games in. You know what I think is crazy? The fact that 
the football didn't have a preseason this year. Like, you know how, like, incredibly important preseason is for um, football players? Because they learn, like, they get used to playing with people. They get used to taking snaps if they've never snapped in an NFL game. They get used to, like, the, the speed of the game and everything. And so I think some teams that might have made the playoffs this year didn't make the playoffs just on the sheer fact because they didn't have any preseason games, you know? And you could, the same could be said for NBA basketball, although the bubble did happen not two months ago, three months ago. I don't know how long ago um, the bubble ended, but it was definitely last semester of school. So, you know, it, COVID's definitely thrown sports for the loof. What's your favorite sport, basketball? Uh, track and field. Track and track and field is your favorite. Sport. Yeah. Yeah. You fast? Yeah, a little, a little bit. You know what I think is insane? The fact that like some people who are, could be built identically the same, or I guess they're not identically the same, but like even identical twins, like one, like one could be extremely faster than the other. Like speed is something so crazy because it's like. Yeah, it has to do with, like, your explosion and everything and, like, your form. But really, like, some people are just gifted more than others in, like, speed. And jumping, too, for that matter. Yeah, I'm a, ju- I'm a, ju- I'm a jumper. Like, so that's, like, I'm a jumper, but I'm pretty fast, too. But, like, at the same time, I do know I'm not the fastest person ever. Like, I've seen kids who are just crazy fast. Like, I can run, I can run, I can run my 100 meter in probably, like, a little bit under 11 seconds which isn't bad, but, like, D1 standard is, like, 10.8. But my jumping is so much different. Like, I'm not even super tall, and I can still dunk a basketball. Really? How tall are you? Yeah. I'm, like, 5'8". Really? Yeah. But I've been, like – but I've been basically – I've been almost dunking a volleyball since my senior year, and I've actually grown mm. a little bit since then. Yeah, I've lost tops. I used to be able to, like, grab the rim with both hands, and I'm, like, six one, and now I can barely touch the rim. I also gained 60 pounds since I graduated high school, so. Understandable. Yeah, not 60 pounds, 40 pounds. A little under. I was like, I've seen, I was like, I've seen the, I've seen the school website with it. Mm-hmm. Constant growth. Literally every year, bro, you get, you get changed. It's like one year, one year, next bro, year, boom. When I saw that, I was like, wow i did not know i looked like that two years ago and then last year i even looked like way different from last year to this year i was like when i saw that i was like i look like a coach <laughs> yeah it's like you it's like you and you will never ever realize how like how much you're changing until you start seeing stuff like that like i don't even think i'm changing that much but i most definitely get like he will tell me people were like you look like like 16 not not sixteen. People, yeah, people say I'm sixteen. Like, you say I look like I'm sixteen, but before they like you like twelve, like you twelve. But now people actually say I look my own age. So I was like, all right, cool. Or like, or now I look eighteen. So it's good. It's good progress. I'm still you look like, I'm starting like, to. I would say like you're like nineteen. Yeah, people. A lot of people just give me like give me the whole like sixteen. But now I get I get eighteen a lot now. Eighteen. So that's cool. yeah, that's not 18. that bad. At least I yeah. think you're above the like the the legal, you know. Yeah, that's just because I have a tattoo though. Oh really? What do you have? Yeah, I have a I have all faith in God right here. So like with this song, people be like, "Yeah, you probably like this or that." Yeah, I I, I want to get some tattoos. I just don't know what I'm gonna get yet. 
I think if I have like a daughter or something, I'll get like all the women in my life that matter to me on my arm and like some cool thing. But I also like, I kind of like the clean look. I don't know. I kind of want to get some tattoos. I'm just kind of, kind of want to know what I'm doing with my life before I get one, you know? Yeah. Personally me, like personally me, I got, I got this tattoo because like no, really nobody can really say they nobody can not hire you for having this tattoo. Mm -hmm. it's really a religious, really religious thing, you know, just say all faith in God. And you really can't, no, nobody can even call out, nobody can even call out your religion because every religion has a God, even though they might call it a different thing. I don't know if that's true. You say every religion has a God? Well, like pretty much most religions have a God. Well, Buddhism doesn't really have a God. Yeah, not them, but like, but you have like, (laughs) uh, but you have like Allah, but you have like Allah and stuff like you have like Allah and stuff like that. And that is their that is like their version of God. That that is their higher power. I think the the one thing about like Muslim or Islam is the religion, um, uh, Judaism and Christianity. They all have the same God, basically. Like they all believe in the the one monotheistic God, and they have like a lot of the same characteristics. It's just the difference between the prophets, I think. So like. Um, they have the prophet Muhammad in Muslim. They have they, Judaism just doesn't believe in that Jesus was the Messiah. And then Christianity has that Jesus was the Messiah. So I do think it's crazy that religion, you know, that like we all basically believe the same stories and we all basically like believe in something higher than ourselves. You know, uh, I, I do think religion is, the reason humans are the way humans are and the reason humans have laws and values is primarily because of religion. I do. I, I agree. So I agree with that as well. That's like, that's a really big thing. I feel like just, I feel like now there's no back, like when our parents probably our grandparents was there, like going to church on like on Sunday or whatever day that you go to church was like mandatory was like was like that was like a mandatory thing but like now like kids are not going to church like that even though they might still believe in this part believe in a god or, or believe in a religion they're just not going to church it's just like things are I guess it's just still the belief system it's really mm-hmm. odd though how things are changing in between g- just generations generational stuff which we have mentioned with the whole like tick with the whole tiktok thing and how like our parents just don't get the whole social media aspect. Definitely. Well, all right, Chancio, thank you for coming on. That's a good way to end it. I'm glad we got to do this since we, it's actually a better way than the last time we were going to do it. Um, video. I hope you got you and Jake could both come on in person one day. Um, but thanks for coming on. Uh, very fun. soon, bro. Yeah, definitely. Um, you already know, come out to, come out to LA. Definitely. You can get it out there, bro. Jake wants me, or Avion for the listeners. Sorry. He wants, yeah, me to, Avia. he wants me to come out there and do a podcast in person and vlog. I was like, I don't know if I can vlog. We're going we're gonna to be vlogging. Yeah, Episode 36 with Chancio. I do apologize that this one is shorter than usual. The next one will be long. This still was a good conversation with Chancio, though. I hope you guys enjoyed. As always, follow me on my social media at Colin Amans on Instagram or on Twitter and Facebook at Colin Weirs. Subscribe to me on your favorite streaming platform. Watch the clips in full video on YouTube. And as always...